what customer was eating five years ago is completely different now. So you've got to stay sharp on that market front. Because food waste really starts at the farm and then it finishes at the end of a scraped plate. This is the Food and Beverage Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on market scale. Hope you're hungry. Let's dig in. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Thanks for joining us on another Food and Beverage Podcast. On this episode, we're joined by Jeff Bisberg, CEO of Illumitex, an American lighting manufacturer largely specializing in the production and development of LED lights for indoor farming and vertical farming. Jeff and I are going to dive deep into why agriculture needs to embrace digital technologies and data collection, how LED lighting and horticulture has evolved, and how we can best predict trends in the agriculture world. Jeff, thanks for joining me. I think a good jumping off point is asking you, why is it that agriculture is dead last in utilizing digital technologies? Yeah, I think the recent McKinsey study that studied 22 industries in agriculture's last. And I think um, the, the, the short answer is it's data. It has poor data. But I think we would draw out sort of some comparisons. You look at the financial industry. You make a trade, you buy some stock, and then you can immediately see the reaction on the market. What the price of your stock, and then you can make calculations of um, infinite variability to decide what you're going to do next or take a look at marketing. You can put up an ad, someone clicks on it, and you can measure how many clicks are on that. Those two are very highly digitized industries. And if we take a look at ag, it's still in this um, world of where you plant the seed, you put some water on it, and you wait. You put some sun on it, fertilizer on it, and you wait, and then uh, 30, 60, 90 days later, you harvest that crop and you weigh it. And it it lacks that real-time feedback between inputs and outputs. That is what you do on a moment-by-moment basis to what is happening real-time in the plants. And the reality is that there hasn't been uh, hardware or data, hardware to gather that data that's been available. And really, we're at a unique moment in time where um, hardware that's being driven by exponential change is just now available that allows us to capture that data at scale to start to produce um, tools that create this beautiful, virtuous feedback mechanism that's going to enable the digitization of the farm. So let's talk about why that data is so important, right? What what are we missing and what are we hoping to, to gain from it? I, you know, I think at the fundamental level, there's top line and bottom line benefits that we get from that. On the top line, it's harvest optimization. It's how do I get more biomass at higher quality faster to the marketplace? And on the bottom line, it's how do I, you know, manage my costs and stop bad things from happening? You know, the one analogy I like to use is, could you imagining, imagine, you know, uh, making automobiles out in an open field. Right now you grow lettuce, you grow tomatoes out on open fields. What would it be like if you were manufacturing cars out on an open field? It would be a nightmare. It would be rain would be coming down, insects would be coming down. You'd laugh at that. And really the other dynamic that's happening is the rapid need for quality food is growing so quickly. There's an urgency to turn it from farming to manufacturing, manufacturing farms. And 
the need for technologies only grows exponentially as people start to think about farming as manufacturing to get that uh, to happen. So on the top line, there's inevitable delays that happen um, as you're growing plants. And you can use digital tools to help eliminate those delays. You know, maybe there's a fertilizer that needs to be deployed on day three, but someone's busy and waits to day six to do it. Maybe it's just a reminder. You know, we all get reminders 15 minutes before a meeting is coming. It could be as simple as a reminder coming up on the farm that this activity has to be done. It could be um, someone, it could be a digital analysis of the size of a leaf that's saying the size of the leaf is two millimeters shorter than it should be at this time of year. Here's a couple strategies you could use to increase the size of the leaf. So using a real-time digital tools to help uh, farmers make better decisions so these grows stay on track to get to the outcomes. Again, I, I love to use the analogy of manufacturing. Um, you know, when you're making an automobile, everything is scheduled out in discipline. So there's this shift from, you know, sort of mom and pop agriculture to disciplined high-scale manufacturing of food. Yeah, no, I definitely love that analogy, Jeff, because I think it's, it, it, it perfectly articulates right how far behind agriculture really is in this department. And, and I'm curious, you know, as this digital transformation comes to this space, how is it going to change farming? Is this something that are there things that people are or might be worried about that, uh, you know, they might be affected negatively by? You know, it's surprising. You always worry. You know, there always is that theme of digital displacing people. Uh, we don't pitch it that way. We say it's it's really amplifying or making people better. Farming is a very lean business. So, you know, if I can have one person who has a digital tool that can allow them to manage 30 acres instead of two acres, uh, it's more capability to get to scale faster. So it really is augmenting just the way that you use digital to augment. And, you know, I, I think the other piece is these farmers are using digital already. We're so deep into the digital transformation of our daily lives is they're scheduling, you know, appointments with their kids digitally. They're scheduling dentist appointment digitally. Um, and the front end of their businesses for they're marketing their uh, crops digitally. And they're running their business financially digitally. But when it comes to the farm, it's back to that analog world. So the reality is that the farmer is surrounded by digital tools everywhere except for out in the field where they're uh, for their growing in. So they are there's this huge sucking sound where they want digital tools. They need digital tools. They're ready for digital tools. So and I think that need far outweighs uh, any um, anything that's going to slow it down. I do think the because it's early days, there's lower expectations. So there's in somewhat small increments can have huge benefits in this space. It's not like, uh, you know, Microsoft 10.1, where you can't tell the difference between 10.0.5, where early on in the days now where we can make really dramatic impacts in the farm space with some pretty straight up tools that, and again, these tools are only available now because the technology really is just available now. Because, yeah, that was going to be my next question, actually, right? Because you did mention the fact that there is this culture of patience and in almost maybe tradition, right, which which might have kept the agriculture industry down. But 
is there something specific happening right now in technology that is making this possible? Like, is there a specific uh, use case or something that you think really exemplifies the the possibilities we're about to hit? Absolutely, I call it. It's the it's the second half of chessboard. It's exponential progress in digital technologies. There's about five or six technologies that are improving exponentially. I think we've all heard most of them. You know, uh, microprocessor, bandwidth, storage, memory, all of those have been expanding exponentially. LED lighting actually is expanding exponentially. Light is essential for growth. Light is food for growth. The more light you give a plant, the more biomass you give. And uh, digital imaging actually is expanding um, exponentially also. And the there's this great story about uh, the guy who invents chess and uh, the emperor of China rewards him anything he wants. And he says, I'm going to give, you know, one rice, one piece of rice on every square. And as you start doing that reward, when you get to the 32nd square, um, that's all the rice in a year. And it's when you hit the inflection point, that 32nd square is the inflection point. I think you can sort of visualize that second half of the exponential starts to go vertical. Well, it turns out that all of these technologies are at their 30-second doubling for microprocessor and storage, and it really starts to break the boundaries of traditional compute devices and allow us to deploy, deploy digital capability at very low cost, almost free, and it's really only happening now, actually. So cameras, LEDs, microprocessors, um, that's where we're starting to see uh, self-driving cars now. Is all of these technologies are keep, keep on improving, and we can use those improvements for the market that needs it the most, the one that's at the bottom of the list there, the uh, agriculture market. And a couple of us companies have that insight to apply those new technologies to this, um, you know, to this market, and I think it's going to have some profound impacts in the short term. Right, right. And and you also brought up a little bit, you know, vaguely, you know, what your company does, right? Illumitex, you know, with with what you're doing for horticulture and that, that lighting industry. I also want to dissect that a little bit. What what kind of changes have we seen to digital horticulture and, and LED lighting in this space? Yes, I, I think there's a couple themes that I'd like to sort of talk about here. You know, I, I think... Um, First of all, light is food for plants. So if I double the amount of light for, for the plant, I can double the biomass. I mean, it's a literally, it's an equation where light is an input to the plant. So if you're trying to feed 50% more population in the world, um, using lighting is going to be a, a key step in doing that. And we've all seen the impact of lighting in all markets. It started at flashlights, went to street lights, traffic lights, automobiles, you know, the shelf at your uh, hardware store used to be 10%, it's 40%, 50% now. So LED started smaller, working big. And LED has about a dozen benefits for it. It's less energy, it's cooler, it lasts longer, they're ro more robust, it's form factor, I can control the color of it. And um, so LED is coming into the horticulture market, bringing all those benefits into the other markets, and it's allowing farmers to build uh, larger farms with less power consumption, which is great, right? So power is uh, one of their major costs in building a large farm. So LED is a fundamental, is disruptive for lighting, and is going to help improve the farm. 
But the next wave that we're really seeing is uh, intelligent lighting. And the neat thing about the light fixture, it really is the most granular piece of electronics that's in the farm. There's an intimacy between the light fixture and the plant, just like there's an intimacy between a person and their cell phone. That intimacy allows us to leverage that position in the farm to gather data that can be used by the farmer to you know, close that digital loop, to provide critical information on what's happening to the plant any moment, anytime, anywhere, and help them make better decisions at scale around that farm. So the first dynamic is that exponential improvement in LED that's going to uh, disrupt the lighting world in farms. And the second one is digital enablement of the light fixture, not for lighting, but to provide new valuable um, uh, algorithms and applications for the farmer to use. And it's it really is happening everywhere, but this is kind of the killer app because growing is so hard, plants are so complicated, and the market really needs it. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and with all that said, I'm curious, you know, whether it we're talking about lighting or or the general digitization of you know the agriculture marketplace and landscape. What kind of trends can we you know start to predict for the upcoming year, and 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 how can we you know extrapolate trends? Like, what are we looking at to try and predict what what we're going to see next? Well, I mean, that's a fantastic question. I love to do some predictions. You know, you know, I think. We're at the tipping point. 2019 is the tipping point for LED, right? So LED in the markets that you've seen, I think we've all seen LED take over. 2019 is the year of LED in horticulture. And I think it's going to go from what is an LED fixture to the de facto standard in this space. So I would be bold enough to make that prediction. I think the the other prediction in the space is that... Um, the legalization of cannabis is going to be the tipping market that drives technology deployment in the ag space. You know, the analogy I love to use is Bluetooth. It's, I don't know if a lot of people remember that little earpiece that we used to talk to, had a Bluetooth connection to your phone, and now everything has Bluetooth in it, whether it's you know my mouse or my coffee cup or my dog collar. All of those have Bluetooth. So there's always like a, a tipping market. Cannabis is the tipping market for all of ag, really, to get these digital tools because of the value of the crop. Um, dry, a small percentage increase in output is a huge dollar number that drives the ability to invest in technology to um, optimize growth. So it is the tipping market for that. And 2019, again, is the year that the deployment of capital into growing cannabis is going to uh, not even peak, but it's going to significantly ramp up in that space. So I'd give you those two. And I think the third one is um, mechanization and data looking at, and these are other trends from other industries that can be reused in the ag space is that the large scale digital analysis data tools are going to be applied in the ag space at um, greater scale than ever before. And I think people started to think that the digitization was going to start in outdoor ag. And I think it was a little bit of a misstep. And I think really where digitization is going to actually take off is indoor ag. And maybe that's a subtlety for some of the audience. But the 
the real issue is outdoor ag is the crop is really not valuable enough to warrant large-scale digitization deployment. If you're going to go through the trouble of bringing plants indoor, it really indicates that it's a high-value crop there. And because it's high value, there's more investment in technology to drive the, the um, farming of it and the cultivation of that. So indoor ag is going to be the driver for digital deployment technology. So I, I would say those are kind of the three trends. And 2019 is going to be the big year for those being digitization, being a side conversation to it really being the major conversation and recognizing the importance of indoor ag. Well, Jeff, I look forward to tracking those predictions along with you. Uh, thank you so much for you know being on the show. And again, we appreciate your time. Wonderful. Thanks a lot. And uh, if you need anything else, you know where to contact me. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to articles, podcasts, and video content for your favorite industries. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Have a good day.